When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D. I'm your host, Jill, here with Joe. Hello. <laughs> and Heather. Hi, everybody. We're having some trouble with our intro today. We're here to discuss a new girl episode number 23, Backslide. Mm. But before we do, as always, we'll pass around the feeling stick. Joe, do you have anything for the feeling stick today? Nope, not today. Okay. Heather, I feel bad. I haven't had feeling stick in a while, but no. I have one thing because I thought this was... Timely, hmm. we just recorded the episode about Jess breaking up with Russell. And mm-hmm. I think Heather, you said, like, oh, like a lesser person would just stay with Russell for the money or whatever. Right. And like an hour later, I opened Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, and someone had a post about how it's like, oh, I don't even care. I would have stayed with Russell. Oh, they did. Call me a gold digger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. At Russell's level of wealth. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was kind of funny. So we will get right into the episode then. The Netflix description is, The gang fears that Jess and Nick may backslide into romantic relationships with their exes. Not a terrible analysis this time. No, it's okay, but I mean, it leaves a lot of stuff out, like Schmidt and Cece. Yeah, but that's not really moving the story forward. Winston Winston just had an earring. He didn't really have a lot to do in this episode. It made an impact on me. (laughs) Guest stars from this episode include Melissa Tong, who plays Jen... Um, who's, quote, Asian dress. Heather, she was in Young Sheldon, The Act, Mom, and How I Met Your Mother. All shows you watched. Mm -hmm. I don't think she was on, like, more than one episode, but she appeared. That's very interesting. That's why I shared it. Yeah. Uh, We also have Cece's grandma, who's played by Madher Jeffrey, and Jack Carter and Angela McEwen, who play the elderly couple who are married in the retirement home, and unfortunately, they're both deceased Oh, now. sorry to hear that, yeah, That made me feel bad. Yeah, that's it. Every time, every time, Joe drops a prop during the podcast <laughs> and makes that face. This is why it should be a YouTube show. Joe, Joe keeps it consistent. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So the show opens. We know already that Jess and Russell have broken up, and we see Jess laying in bed playing the song River. <laughs> and each person, Schmidt, then Winston, then eventually Cece, comes in to try to cheer her up, tell her how much they hate the song, um, and nothing's working. Right. And but she's in pajamas. She is. Yeah. But Cece finally tells her it was a tough decision, but it was the right decision, and she thinks she needs to turn it off and get out of the house. And they were actually, Cece and Jess were in Jess's, I assume Jess's closet. Yeah, but it had no clothes hanging in it. Yeah, I was, but it had like shelving. It never looks like that again. No. I mean, it always has shelves to the left, but usually it has clothes oh, hanging it, up. Yeah, it has dresses. Yeah. yeah. So I noticed that too. That bugged me. Nice closet though. Um, but so still not big enough. She convinces her to turn it off and tries to get her to go out. And Jess says she can't go out. But then Nick and Caroline bust in. That was weird. With a dance routine to the song. And she says, yeah, no, I can go out now. Because like everybody, she hates being around Caroline. Well, and it was like a really fast dance. Mm-hmm. It was funny seeing Jake Johnson dance like that. He did more clapping. history. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm like, that's a slow song, you guys. Yeah, I think that's what makes it funny. Oh, they were trying to be funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, they all tried to cheer her up. Yes. Yes. And Schmidt's cheer up was the best when he's like, oh, you're missing everything outside. Like the bees dying 
And now <laughs> movies are all, all movies are sequels, are all sequels now. Yeah. And I have a broken penis. And believe me, you don't know my pain. Yes, he yes, did say that. Yes. He brought her tea, which thing. was cute. He doesn't like to. Re- he does like to remind people of his injury. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Winston's yeah. like, I, I like the song last night when I heard it, at but 10. not so much at two, mm-hmm. and not so much now. Yeah, that was funny. I think he said he wanted the the river to thaw and the woman to drown in it. Yeah, it I think, or at least <laughs> fall in it. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of harsh. Yeah. So now we're at the bar, and uh, Jess is sitting with Schmidt. And takes her phone because they're discussing with Winston how she could possibly backslide, call Russell, make their breakup really messy. And no one will listen to Winston because he's doing too good. He's going out with his boss. Everything in his life is great. And then in what I think is such a real life moment, Caroline shows up and says, you guys playing a game? They're like, no. Yeah. (laughs) Totally ignore her. Because they dislike her so much. And Cece is dressed like a woman's studies major. Yes. So before we see Cece, they mention that um, Nick hasn't seen the DVD yet. And when Jess asks, ooh, what is it? They say it's a DVD hidden in the loft he made for the first time he broke up with Caroline in case he tried to get back with her. And then Cece walks in and Jess says, why is she dressed like a woman's study major? That was hilarious. Well, she really does look like a women's study major. She's a hoodie. She does. Yeah. Well, I mean, she could even go as a college student. She's so pretty. She could be a biology major. Yeah. But women's studies especially. So um, Nick and Jess discuss backsliding as well and she says that you know he's basically backsliding she just learned about it today mm-hmm. and he said that it's all about timing and he doesn't want caroline's a lot hotter than that tom waits voice in his head yes telling him he's gonna be alone forever and he looks bad in hat doesn't look good in hat i don't think he's ever worn a hat can you guys remember a time when jake johnson wears a hat he wears cubs hats all the time yeah oh does he like baseball hats no and stuff. i can't think of a single time he wore a cubs hat or any hat. I mean, maybe on Halloween. He talks well, about the Cubs. He has a voice in his head telling him he doesn't look good in that. that must so be he, he doesn't, doesn't have it. that luxury. Yeah. And Tom Waits does have a very sad sounding voice. Who's Tom Waits? I only know about him because he had a song in the Gilmore Girls revival. I think lots oh. of people know who Tom Waits is. Oh, but, okay. And it's a very depressing song. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it makes sense. So we find out that Cece and Schmidt can't spend any time together, even if she's dressed as a women's studies major. Um, it flashes back to everything's a turn on for him, but she's visiting her grandma tomorrow. Uh, and he is freaked out by old people, so he's going to go. And because they're like giant prunes. They really are. And he's freaked out by their hands and their legs. Ew, why were their legs showing? <laughs> I don't know, but that's exactly what I wrote down the quote. Old people in shorts. Yeah. And while he's distracted, <laughs> Jess takes his jacket saying she's cold, steals her phone, picks up the phone and says, hey, it's me. I've been thinking a lot about you. And I, the first time I watched it, assumed she was calling Russell. What did you guys think? Oh, yeah. Because they've just broken up. She was upset. Like, oh, she weakened her resolve. Don't mm-hmm. do it, Jess. Joe, who did you think she was calling? Russell. You did? Yeah. Good. Okay, so we uh, find out in the next scene while she's laying in bed and there's someone behind her that she did not call Russell. She called Genslinger. Oh. I didn't see it coming at all. No, I was like, oh, Genslinger's back. Fun. And in the next scene, one of my favorite ongoing jokes for an episode ever is the Winston earring. Oh, Jokes that get thrown around. He got his ear pierced with Joe because they were both drunk and bonding. Joe actually pierced it for him. Typical Joe. And <laughs> not this Joe, but no, yeah. No, that Joe skunk. This Joe could not pierce an ear. He would pass no, out. He 
Um, so uh, Winston is sitting with a giant rock on his ear, and Schmidt asks him, when's it coming out? And he goes, what, your smooth jazz album? <laughs> that was so funny. And then what also cracked me yes. up, because it was such a great scene, is when Genslinger comes out, they call him Mercedes Gens. Yeah. Genzel Washington. It's the end of the Gens as we know it. That was funny. Don't forget your Gens and Gensels. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. And then he goes, what's up, Schmidt? What's up, Washington to Winston? Oh, he did. <laughs> I didn't even catch well, it. Lamorne Morris's face is so annoyed. <laughs> and Jess was repeating her polka dot rock. Uh, yes, that's yeah. right. So after he leaves, they start to discuss backsliding again, and it's just kind of a mess, and Jess is trying to defend her behavior, and finally Schmidt says, would you just stop, or no, she asks asks, uh, Winston if the earring is feeding information to Shelby, like his migration pattern, (laughs) and Schmidt said, will you just stop, he just got back from Carnival. (laughs) Carnival. So funny. Um, okay, I want to move forward to the next scene unless you guys have anything else to share. Well, Tom Waits is so, and Jess did an impersonation of his voice and she was spot on. And so Tom Waits is actually, his Wikipedia description says. (laughs) Wait, you just know it off the top of your head? Yeah, yeah, I remember this. So (laughs) his lyrics often focus on the underbelly of society and are delivered in a very deep Revely voice. Yes. Which is exactly what just did. And I don't know if all his songs are, but the one I know from Gilmore Girls is so slow and sad. Oh, it is. I mean, two of his songs are called the Tom Trobert Blues and I Hope That I Don't Fall In Love With You. (laughs) So I can see Nick absolutely having this guy's Right, because Nick Nick can be a little dark, so he'd have a dark voice. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Joe. And I thought you were looking up football scores. Yeah. Well, and... (laughs) No, and Tom Waits was also born on Pearl Harbor Day. Oh, he's old. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was like a young yeah. person. No, he's old. He's 70 years old. No, Tom Waits definitely he's isn't young. 70. Old well, December 7th, he'll be 71. Oh, yeah. okay. Good job, Tom Waits. I hope you feel better. He's not sick. He's obviously dealing with some depression. Okay, so anyways. We're going to move on from that <laughs> tangent. To being at the retirement home, which oh, Schmidt oh. refers to as a cardigan, cardigan gold mine. mine. And we find out that Cece's grandmother is going to, if Schmidt hurts her, she's going to let herself die to come back to haunt him. Whoa. Interesting that's Yeah. And that's all in that. It was just a quick intro to that scene. We'll get deeper into that in a minute. Right. So now Caroline's looking at apartments and says to um, Nick, who's with her, thinking he's looking at apartments just for Caroline. That they should move in together mm-hmm. and references, he references how they're the same age. But we find out, no, she's 33 30. years old. She lied about that. Classic Caroline. Why am I not surprised? Illustrating again how awful she is. And she's really serious really about them moving her. in. And he says, you're not not making sense. Which I don't yeah. think is a good way to go into moving in with somebody. Wasn't not funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick's, Nick's like, this is an adult house. And she goes, yeah, look at the fireplace. She goes, that's not a fireplace. That's like a small room that'd be nice to build a fire in. Because <laughs> it was so big. Oh, oh is that why? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also, she doesn't want to... I don't know if she worded it this way, but she doesn't want to go backwards. She did, yeah. Okay, so it's like a theme. Well, yeah, but she was also saying, like, we're going to do this again. Like, 
Right. Let's We're going to go it. full out. Like, let's yeah. be serious. It's a horrible idea. Yes. Don't do it, Nick. So now Jess is at school with Genslinger because she told the guy she wants to tell uh, Jen, she doesn't know her name yet, but Asian dress, yeah. um, that she, you know, oh no, she just found found out that she cheated on him? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. So Jess is at school with Genslinger, finds out that he has a girlfriend. The girlfriend comes in. She looks exactly like Jess, dressed like Jess, hair, everything. And Genslinger's crying and so on. What is just very timely for us right now. She's like, I'm sorry to break it to you, but it's just how the electoral college works. Right. But it upsets I'm, me too. I'm going to back up though and say that Jess makes a Monica Lewinsky reference. Mm-hmm. And she did that in another episode. The episode where she was listening to NPR all the time oh, when she was a yeah. kid. Oh, yeah. Flashes so back she's to that. big on Monica Lewinsky. Because he said, oh, I feel like Bill Clinton right now. Mm-hmm. And she goes, that means I'm your Monica Lewinsky. Yes. <laughs> Such an awkward scene. Right. Um. So then we go to Winston and Schmidt still making fun of his earring. And that's when she comes in and says that she wants, she didn't know he had a girlfriend. And she wants to go tell the girlfriend what happened because she thinks she deserves to know. And now Winston's wearing a hoop. <laughs> and Schmidt asked when his caravan is leaving for the next village. Right. <laughs> and Jess is getting annoyed by Winston and calls him the Black George, George Michael. Michael. And she has an Asian me. So it's yes. like, are we having racism in this scene? Well, as she said, she because uh, it was bothering Schmidt because he that was apparently something that was a turn on for him. She said, I don't know her name. Okay. Yeah. So she just had to call her Asian me. Right. So now we're back at the retirement home now with a, on a different day with the grandma and a couple. Funny because Cece's from, were they from Oregon? That's my discussion question. And also, they we never see the grandmother again at either of her weddings. Well, maybe she's in heaven haunting Schmidt. No, he didn't. Well, he did hurt her eventually. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that was my, one of my discussion questions was like, did Cece move her out there since she yeah, makes no sense. raised her? Okay, I'm glad you caught Unless that Unless it's Cece's dad's mom. Maybe, like, he was originally from oh, Los Angeles or something. okay, yeah. Her family tree never really adds, adds up. up. Yeah, yeah, very frustrating. So they're at the retirement home with the grandma and another couple. Cece overhears them talking, and we find out that Cece and Schmidt sort of confess to each other they really care about each other, and that emotional intimacy is now a turn-on for him, and... He is in so much pain, he passes out. I love when any character on the show passes out. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why that's so don't funny. Don't know if it's fun for the actor, but it's fun for us. One time, Joe had to get this giant needle in his back. Remember when oh. he hurt your back? And I went to the doctor with him, and I passed out. You did? Yeah. But, like, the doctor caught me, and I was trying really hard. Like, he had that's one hand on the needle in Joe's back and the other hand on my arm. Crafty. And I was, like, sliding down because I could tell it was coming. Yeah. And so he's like, well, that was a very graceful faint. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Is that the only time you've ever fainted? Uh, I've come close other times in, like, surgical settings. But yeah. Joe, you almost fainted when I gave birth to Caden. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you see anything? No. Well, oh. he was... They let you hang out in the room while you're giving birth. Like, people can come in and out because I was induced. So oh, okay. I was there yeah. for a long time. And then, like, okay, we're at the point of no return now. If you stay in for the actual, like, birth... You're in. You can't get up and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you leave, you can't come back in. Okay. And so I had my mom with me, thank goodness. And then Joe was, like, sitting in a chair, like, gripping it super tight, like, looking straight at the floor. And all of a sudden he goes, I'm out of here. And just, like, get up and ran out. And I was like, bye. <laughs> I remember that. And he looks, like, real green. 
you read my mind. I thought he looked gray, though. Mm-hmm. But when he came into the waiting room where I was, I was like, I'm concerned about that guy's coloring. No. <laughs> there was no one to be concerned about that day. It was Joe. So we don't know if it's green or gray, but he was not his normal tan self. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was busy pushing a human out of my body, so I could be remembering it wrong. Yeah, he was gray. Yeah. I just remember never seeing him move so quick. <laughs> there wasn't like a good luck, like high five. She's like, like, I'm out. Oh, they said, I gotta go. I gotta go now. Better leaving than to faint. That's true. No one yes. needed that. Okay, so now we're back with Winston, and he's wearing a peacock feather earring. Oh, that's my favorite. And Nick asked him how his audition for the Disney Pirate movie went, <laughs> which is probably my favorite one. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about how Nick is going to move out. With Caroline, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, Winston busts into this weird bird call yeah. with his earring in, which is so ridiculous, with hand motions. Schmidt comes but it's out. foreshadowing because eventually he wears bird shirts. Oh, I didn't think of yeah. that. That's interesting. Then Schmidt comes out making bird noises, doing weird over the top moves, totally unnecessary. Right. And they grab the DVD from behind the wall, what? put it in, force Nick's eyes open to watch it. And we see past tense Nick, who's just done with the breakup the first time, long hair, beard, looking terrible, mm-hmm. filling a mason jar full of tears. Looking yes. like an unsponsored pro skateboarder. Yeah. Yeah. Every line there was great. He's yeah. been dumped three times by Caroline, and he wrote a poem about it, but he's too upset to read it, so he gives it to Schmidt for safekeeping. And Schmidt's hair. I know. <laughs> and Schmidt has it in his wallet, takes it out. It was, uh, Caroline, let me compare you to a summer's day. A summer's day is not a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful poem. Which is true. Yeah. It's not. And the plan backfires, and old pastime Nick makes new Nick realize this is what he wants to do and how he plans to move forward. And then Schmidt is like, oh, it didn't work to Winston and calls him Captain Black Sparrow. <laughs> and his. Uh, Nick's beard is even longer in the video than when mm-hmm. he was planting tomatoes. Yes. yes. So we know that his beard says a lot about And him. what yeah. nobody noticed was the hoodie in the video, uh, he no. was wearing that same hoodie. Oh, I, I did, did notice that. that. Yeah, and it had the yellow stain right here. It didn't have oh. a stain in the first one. Out. In the video, he throws up on himself. Oh, he does? Because he was drunk, yeah. He was double fisting it. So yeah. He, okay. So it's okay. A, so the so you're one saying the in video, two years he never washed that sweatshirt. He sells the same hoodie. I didn't see him throw up. I mean, on you could wash something. It's stained. You can see how it's stained. If you go back and look at it, you'll see a yellow stain. But that bothered me. Catch. That bothered me because he doesn't like. He dresses kind of sloppy, but he yeah. doesn't wear stained clothes. And that sweatshirt had two stains on it. Well, he's supposed to be dirty, like as a person. He doesn't wear stained clothes until that scene. Oh, he so does. I just thought it was a little weird. Okay, like his clothes don't have stains. But he uses old sheets, just so you know. Okay. In a few episodes. So back. now we're at the school, and she's saying to Genslinger, if you don't tell Jen, I will tell her. Mm-hmm. And he shares that he was going to propose, and he just got nervous, and he freaked out. So then she's not sure what to do. Jen walks in again. She walks into her boyfriend's workplace a lot. Yeah. Very comfortably. And Jess ends up getting them back together, and he successfully proposes. And well, that's on that they proposal. both had the ugly cry first in Ooh, front of them. Oh, those were some ugly cries. <laughs> yes. He is the ugliest crier. And um, Jess says, 
I, you're not the Asian me. I'm the Caucasian you. Yeah. And there would have been a little more offended Wait. by that. Well, they do look confused. Yeah. Yeah. So we have um, a, and then the kid starts playing the flute. I know the recorder. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Yeah, but she had to. If you notice, her hand pushes him down on his knee. Yeah, and then she had to hold the box because he was yeah. like. Wah, 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 wah. And, and there's again, a proposal scene later, and she does the same thing. Oh, she does. Yeah. I mean, again, it just speaks to what a good person she is. Yes, a very good person. But yeah. I mean, I don't think those two should be engaged, and we find out later they should yeah. have been. Um. So now we're back in the kitchen. And Winston is still wearing the same sort of peacock feather. And he's told he looks like he's been caught by a fly fisherman. Yeah. And looks like he's standing in line for Shaquille O'Neal's birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they got that. Well, Shaquille O'Neal used to wear earrings. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. I don't think he does now. But. I didn't know you had to stand in line for his birthday. A famous person's birthday? Oh, Probably, yeah. yeah. Well, no. Like, it'd be like a at a nightclub. party. Oh, okay. Um, so she's talking to the guys and she's like, you know, uh, I can't believe they're engaged. I've got to go tell Nick. Oh. And Schmidt sends her in and is like, yeah, I have something to tell you too. And I wonder then if like, I know that Schmidt just knows that Jess is going to be upset because she thinks they're a family. But like if Jess and Winston like can see that they're both in love with each other. Yeah. It's a hard call. And then I did when Nick goes, thanks for saying all that. Was that sarcasm? No, so mm-hmm. Jess goes into the bathroom and de- delivers this really big speech about how he deserves things that are amazing and he deserves love and he won't be alone because she'll be there to tell that voice in his head, you know, to get out. And, you know, he this is really impassioned speech. And he's like, well, that's nice, but I'm moving out with Caroline. So thanks for saying all that. But no, I don't think it was sarcasm. I think he was like, thank you. but Oh, like, no. I appreciate you care, but this is what I'm doing. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure he wasn't mad. Yeah. Okay. And we see Jess just left in the restroom looking, like, really sad. I know I was really sad because no one wants to. Well, I knew. I figured it wasn't really going to happen. But mm-hmm. no one wants to even see him talk about that. No. So we go to the credits, which is just, I guess, the blooper reel of the oh, DVD. Oh, that was hilarious. And we see an, a classic thing that's referenced all the time on the internet is that Nick says, be nicer to coach, or he's going to go live with nicer white people. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> because the show he was on was just yeah. a cast, just like New Girl, mostly yeah. white as people. As soon as they said, or he's going to leave, I just started dying. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. clever. Very clever. And then he says to, old Nick says to future Nick, see you in the future, which I thought was funny because in a later episode future nick is at the bar with nick and he's like i'm from the future and i came back to talk to you oh i don't even know so there's a lot of time traveling with nick miller okay good correlation there yeah so i'm gonna go on to our specific questions unless you guys have any other thoughts nope i'm wrapped okay heather what was your favorite just look in this episode um okay so it's tricky um, at the end where she's helping Genslinger mm-hmm. and she's wearing like a black dress mm-hmm. with a black sweater with the, with the piping. Yeah. So I put that because it's a really pretty sweater and I, what I wrote down is, oh, what a sophisticated side of Jess. Mm. But later I see that it's just another puffy skirt. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't see it. And then I also liked Asian Jess's clothes, of course, because they're like Jess's clothes. Yes. I thought that they did a good job of making uh, Jen look exactly like Jess. Oh, yeah. Not just hair, but in clothes. Everything. And I like that sweater because the piping was different colors. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it looked like something a teacher would wear. Yes. But I wrote down my favorite look of hers was the black and white dress she wore to school the first time she confronted Genslinger. I think we've seen it before. Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, did you have a favorite dress look in this episode? The white dress at the bar. 
Oh, okay. That oh, was a cute one. Yeah, that was at the bar. Yeah. It was very summery yeah. considering yeah. Yeah. her other outfits. But yeah, yeah that sweaters. Was, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, best dressed overall. A Joe stole my thunder here. I was going to talk about the Nick hoodie being the same. Oh. But Joe's already said it. So good job, Joe. Joe, what was your best dressed? Um, I don't know if anything stood out to me in this uh, episode. Okay. Okay, that's valid. I mean, the best accessory, I guess, is Winston with See, the earring. Yeah. I thought about that. I thought too. we were all going to put that. That's what I put, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think anything compares to that fish hook. <laughs> so funny. Or those, peacock, whatever those it was. one liners about his earrings. I mean, the so whole good. episode, they carried it through. And I've seen the episode so many times, and every time they said one, it made me laugh. How you, can you not you laugh? Smith said, You look like Captain Black Sparrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of Jack Sparrow. Oh, I didn't even know. Oh, Black. Oh. Black Sparrow. Oh, my God, Heather. How'd you not get that? I thought he said Jack. That wouldn't have been as funny. It was funny. Okay, so a favorite Schmidt moments, Heather? Um, I put Schmidt in the the restaurant when he's talking about the old people. Oh, in the retirement? Yeah. Oh, when he's in the bar. And he says they're giant prunes and they're the pleated slacks of the pan world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like that analogy. Yeah. Joe, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? Whenever he made fun of Winston's earring. Oh, okay. Well done, Joe. I liked when he passed out at the retirement home. And when the old couple's leaving, he's all, take it easy, Bert. Like, what about that lady? What about (laughs) the other people? Yeah. As usual, our jar count is zero. Once again. And now we come to our favorite. And he was a zoo in this episode. Um, I don't know if he said a lot of offensive things. Well, to Winston. That's not jar though. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. just. Okay. I mean, those were funny. Winston deserved everything that came his way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what was our favorite funniest moments overall? Mine. I didn't put the earring just because I feel like I'd already talked about it so much. So I put the Jen slash Asian Jess. Oh. Okay. Having Genslinger obviously still in love with Jess and finding someone just like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather, what was your favorite funniest? Moment? Oh, for me, hands down, Nick's video. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Joe. Joe. Yeah, Nick's video for me too. Yeah, nice. I can say I knew. I thought I knew somebody else was going to pick that too. Yeah. So that brings us to the Honey Roast Award for the best character performance in the episode. I'm going to go with Justin Long as Genslinger because I really enjoyed his character, and now we don't ever really see him again until the end of the series. Okay. And I thought his ugly cry montage was good. Yeah. And I thought his just general state of panic was well done. Yeah. So I vote for Genslinger. Joe, what'd you have? Jess. Oh. Yeah, because she, she, so, like, last episode, she had to invite two exes to a dinner. This time, she hashes an ex (laughs) up and gets all messed up with that. Right. And then she's got to fix that as well. Right. You know, because she's trying to fix Russell and Uli to make them Mm -hmm. get along together. Now she's trying to fix Asian Jess with Genslinger. Yeah, she's a fixer. Yeah, like, he's trying to describe, she's like, you slept with her? Yeah, well, you know, it was like, just like hands and stuff. And and Jess is like, no, no, it wasn't that erotic, first of all. (laughs) You know, just trying to get off the subject. Later goes, I'm handling this. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good friend to have. That's a good answer. Heather, what was your Honey Roast Award? Well, I hate to be repetitive, but I had to give it up to Nick for that video. Yeah, no, that's fine. It was a good video. Well, because I put him as my funniest moment, too. So I know that Heather found the bear because we discussed it before we started. But before you shared, Joe, did you find the bear? Yeah, it was referenced. It's it's referenced. The Grateful Dead bears. Oh, good job. That's what I have, too. 
And that's one of your favorite bands. Exactly. But they're not actually called Grateful Dead Bears. They're called Ico Bears. That's what they Ico? actually... Ico Bears. Bears? Yeah. Because there's a song called Ico Ico by the <gasps> Dead. Oh. And it's the Bears. So they're called the Ico Bears. But mm-hmm. she called them the, the Grateful Dead Bears. Oh, okay. yeah, wouldn't be asked. Because she would know, yeah. Good to know. The Good dancing job, Grateful Joe. Dead Bears. Yeah. So that was in the apartment when she said, where's all your stuff going to go? Where are the Grateful Dead Bears going to dance? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I did not catch it. Heather came prepared with it. And yes. Joe, I'm so proud of you. I think it's the first bear you caught. Yeah. Nice. Good job. Yeah. All right. That brings us to discussion questions. And I do not have one this time. Joe, did you come prepared with a discussion question? So. Ooh. Joe's what, on fire. He is. What is your breakup song? Oh. Like, do you guys ever listen it's to River. a song after a breakup? <laughs> That's a great discussion question, yeah. Joe. But, you know, to me, I think... I've never had one breakup song because I think what it is is you hear a song that either you two share together or dance together or somehow is a common theme and maybe the most popular song that summer that you met someone during that time. Yeah, right. So I think... It's more a variation. I agree with right. that. Of what it could be than saying Moon River is my go-to every time. Right, right. <laughs> like it might not be Moon River for you know Gensley or the, you know right. versus Russell. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Right. Yeah. Very I think good. you answered the question for us because I agree with that. Well, mine, and I don't know if people still do this. Maybe it's because I'm older school. But so my breakup song would be whatever me and my boyfriend identified as our song. Yeah, kind of like what Joe's saying. And then I'd be heartbroken because we'd identify. Do people do that? Have songs still? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then I would just play it over and over again just for torturing myself. For it is. fun. It yeah. is. Music plays a big part of your life in healing from mm-hmm. from more than just breakups for, for you know, divorces or, or weddings or relationships, I mean, or right. funerals, you know, yeah. when someone oh. passes. You always You're think about, you know, that one song. Maybe very that, particular about your music. Yeah. That's key. That's yeah. interesting you should say that because I was in the car with Caden and there's this song called... Um, like, it's going to be a good life or something. Yeah. And they played it at my More friend's ways. funeral. And I said to Caden, oh, it's so weird. Ever, and you never hear it. But like, for some reason, we're on, like, Coast or some station that plays random your songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, every time I hear this song, it's like someone punches me because it just takes you back Same. to that funeral and remembering it. But also, it's like, I really love the song. Yeah. But it kind well, of changed it. And the lyrics me. were perfect. Yeah. For, and, and that's so interesting because I have never heard that song without thinking of him. Yeah. It's yeah. very. It was, they did. And, and it was, it's his anniversary of his death just happened. So it was oh, weird that I heard it a couple days later. Yeah. But also, it was set to, to such a beautiful photo montage. Yeah. I think that's why it's impactful. That was a great discussion question, Joe. Good job, Joe. Yeah. yeah okay, you agree. Yeah. <laughs> Heather? Well, we answered two of mine because I wanted to know why Cece's grandma was local. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to talk about the closet. But I still have one more. Have you guys ever backslid? Hmm. No. No? Backslid? I probably have. Because I think sometimes uh, sometimes you don't know what you got till it's gone kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And then other times it's just comfortable. 
Right, mm-hmm. right. But that person knows you and knows your quirks and your nuances. Right. And this other new person didn't. Right. And you're like, I don't want to find another new person. Then they got to learn me all again. You know how hard it is to learn me? Yes. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. there's a lot to learn. And if, if you've had a bad day or you're feeling emotional, something's going on with you. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I heard that's actually a thing right now um, that because you can't go out and meet new people. So people are just like oh. recoupling like with old people. I did not know Because it's just easier. Because what else are you going to do? The convenience factor yeah what about you heather yes i can think of at least three times that i did oh that my God. no i'm a zoo and each time so i you know things were bad so we broke up and i can tell you guys don't backslide because each time it got worse which i thought it couldn't get any worse and it did so again like like replaying our song all the time it was just torturing myself mm. let me save you that mistake listeners i think that the episode already taught us that well i'm nice of you to drive it. at home the, the episode was realistic yes, yes. okay so well that- it's funny because your breakup song could be something that you know uh you're like really sad every time you want to hear it you either turn the radio up or whatever and you really right. get into it or want to hear it or or whatever the situation be. And then as soon as you're with someone new and everything's great, you hear the song going, change that channel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear the damn thing. <laughs> you change the channel. Right. I don't want to hear that song no more. Like, I've moved on. I'm yeah. over it. That is <laughs> yeah. so true. Yeah. I never even knew I always did that, but yeah. you're right. So, yeah. uh, so your favorite melody of, right. you know, two years to, right. to get you over something. Right. It's all of a sudden like, Suddenly I don't want to hear that. it's not the soundtrack of your life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that wraps up our discussion on this episode. We will see you guys next week for the finale of season one of New Girl. Did you guys think we'd make it this far? Yes. I I thought we would have I thought we'd have the stamina, but I don't know if people listen. No, (laughs) I thought we'd just do it because it was fun for us. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, we will immediately be recording our season one Mm wrap-up, which, again, you could go to our Instagram and message us if you have ideas for topics. I've got a really great base outline, and I'm so excited to get into that because I think there's a lot of things we don't have time to discuss on this podcast that we can really dive into, like, you know, character arcs and how people have changed and themes. Just out of curiosity, how many topics? do you have at this time um i would say i have like 15 notes written whoa that's good but it's just ideas yeah so and some of them you can probably combine it's gonna be like a five hour podcast <laughs> <laughs> your monday morning will be very full that we have <laughs> no it'll just be an hour because all it can be uh, okay so that's it we hope you guys have a great week bye everybody thanks bye. for listening bye <laughs>